Guys, it is episode 46 of According to Low Elo. We're just going to get right into it because there's a lot of stuff. There is. We got to talk about today. Yeah, I don't have much, um, to, much to talk about to uh, intro us here for you, but we did win our class tournament this weekend. Yeah, that's what I wanted to start <laughs> off with because our poll last week was, do you play Clash? And 50%, which was majority, said no, whereas 25% said yes, and then the other 25% said occasionally. We have not played. I hadn't played clash in i think since whenever it was introduced years ago i mm-hmm. think I, we tried it maybe not you with me but i remember i tried it and we played a few games and back then the whole system was super buggy yeah but we um we got our friends shout out to our discord uh azap zen and Azler. yeah they all came through and we fucking 3 0 the day all three and all all four of you guys carried my ass <laughs> Playing playing weak side in the bot lane um, is something I'm used to. Doesn't mean I excel at it, but uh, you guys carried my ass, so thank you to all four of you. Yeah, it was awesome. It was had a lot of fun. fun. I've had yeah, it was the most fun I've had playing league in a very long time. It was fun because I felt like we uh, we out macroed a lot of teams, even in games that we were not winning. Um, we definitely out macroed teams, and that was uh, impressive and. A fun experience. I've I've never played Clash before, so that was a uh, nice little thing. Needless to say, we're gonna be doing it again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know when, um, but all right. And let's uh, go to our Q and A from last week, which was, "What are your thoughts on Ziri?" Just one more time, I want to shout out Andrew. We went over this on the previous episode of yes. the Champion Review. The Ingenious Hunter, which was changed in Patch Ten Twenty Three, does apply to. Um, I can't even fucking think of the item now. Holy shit. Help me out. I'm a boomer. Oh, just all, all passes and actives. So yeah, I so think we talked about Umbral Glaive was the one that we yeah, were really talking saying, about. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it includes all passives and all actives. So yeah, you can get up to an additional fifty ability or fifty haste, which is equivalent to about forty CDR. Yeah. If you're thinking of it like that. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So <laughs> you know, that's about 18, 20 seconds now. It's pretty fucking gross. <laughs> so thank you for pointing that out. Yes. Uh Joa said, so it was what are your thoughts on Zeri? Uh, Joa said, boring if she isn't OP. I feel like she's OP all the time. Right. Uh, she's so boring if you break her down. Only fun thing is she can uh, she can aim her auto attack. But we have a class for this playstyle called Mages. <laughs> but to be honest, she's pretty fun in practice tools. Yeah, I think we... Was it? I can't remember when I mentioned it, but... Man, this they just don't know. And I think it was also Mark Z on last week's dive. He pretty much said the same thing that we said. Whereas... The balance team has no idea what they want to do with this champion. Right, and I have no idea what they are actually doing with this champion. Um, if yeah, if if your strategy to stop Zeri is to CC and one hundred percent zero her, there's something wrong. There. Right, 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 right. That's the only strategy. Well, that's the strategy to stop Master Yi, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just so kidding. <laughs> kind of the same thing, but except Zeri is just. I don't know. I on a whole. I do want to say I like Joe's comment. It reminds me, like the way he put that. The only thing I can think of is Cassiopeia. She, except she doesn't aim her E. It's a, it's a point and click, but right. like that, that's what it feels like thinking about like the way he put that. Yeah. It's called mages. Duh. Um, yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, think of Cassiopeia throwing that, that twin fang. <laughs> 
Thank you, Joa. All right, what else we got? You want to read what uh, Gungnir said? Gungnir7 said, uh, Thoughts on Ziri is, when it's good, it's great. When it's bad, it's really bad. She either gets item spike and dumps on people or is far behind and a non-factor. Um, I don't have enough experience because I think I just ban her because I don't really know necessarily how to play against it and in lane and out of lane. So I think I just take her off of the off of the map in general because it's just for me it's not worth playing against her so i don't have any experience with that i don't know about you i think i've only played her i think i no no cap but like the first time i played her was in aram and i legit got a pentakill like it was just mm. just yeah. zooming around like, I've, I've done so i don't think i got a pentakill but yeah i remember playing in aram the first time i was like uh, not not saying she's easy because she's, you know, she had, if you got to learn how to position yourself, right. this is an ARAM, this isn't Summoner's Rift, right. but she's very strong. And yeah, there's, we're probably going to be getting more Ziri changes in the near future. Yep. Yep. Um, So talking about Ziri, we can use that to segue into LCS because didn't Danny get Ziri three, all three games on Saturday against Cloud9? Yeah. And he got a pentakill. Danny annihilated Cloud9. <laughs> Actually, the I, whole team annihilated Cloud9, but Danny especially. Danny and JoJo were the two shining stars of that series, and good lord, was that not a series. Um, good lord, I am no longer a Cloud9 fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That is totally right. You did say that. So I guess you can come over to the Golden Guardian side. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I'm like... It's tough. Dude, honestly, but... like, with that loss... So, let's think about this, right? At the end of the regular season, we had Team Liquid, Cloud9, and 100 Thieves, by far and large, the top three. And we felt like Team Liquid and Cloud9 were a step ahead of 100 Thieves, right? And I think I even said I thought that 100 Thieves was a step ahead of Evil Geniuses. And through this playoffs list... um, these playoff games, you saw Evil Geniuses take Team Liquid to five games, which is more than what anybody expected. And then you saw 100 Thieves just shellac Cloud9 to 3 0. Uh, EG? No, 100 Thieves shellac Cloud9 in, 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 in the first the first uh, round of right, playoffs. Okay. Sorry. Right. Um, it's okay. So Team Liquid goes on to the finals automatically, and 100 Thieves advances to the finals. And the next weekend, we saw Cloud9 face off against Golden Guardians in a lopsided 3-0, and it wasn't close. Golden Guardians had no chance in that series. And I kind of started to think, after the first series where Cloud9 got 3-0, I was like, maybe they're not as good as I thought. And then cue them against Golden Guardians, which is a decidedly weaker team, but Cloud9 looked more cohesive as a unit. And I was like, you know, maybe they, maybe they are just as good, and they just... They just faltered against 100 Thieves because 100 Thieves is a really good team. And maybe they just need some time. Uh, they get that lower bracket uh, buff similar to TSM when TSM lost the Golden Guardians way back when, when they first did the double elimination. Um, that same weekend, we saw Evil Geniuses annihilate FlyQuest, except for that one game when they got backdoored. But other than that, they just shellacked FlyQuest. So that was a pretty lopsided weekend. And then Evil Geniuses hold that same uh, force onto Cloud9, and Cloud9 looked disheveled and lost and just all around kind of confused. And, like, I started to think about it, and everyone else must be thinking about it, too, because I keep seeing it. They're hearing about it on all the different um, talk show programs or whatever about LCS. 
is Cloud9 going to change their roster? Like, do they make roster changes? And I feel like that's a pretty, like, a pretty big thing to be talking about already because they grabbed Summit and Winsome and Berserker to be their, their, their new guard, basically, right? And the only one who's really showed up is Berserker. The other two, uh, Summit showed up in the regular season, but all of a sudden, come, come playoff time, he didn't have a champion pool that he could actually do anything with, and I found that extremely bizarre. But also, I find that that also shows that like a five-game series really determines which team is truly better than the other. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. I know. Man, just talk about Summit. That dude just—I don't know what happened. Monumental to that man. I don't know if he tilted off the face of the earth. Right. I think uh, I need to look up the post game thread, but he was, was it the Jace game where he was, hold uh, on. First off, why did they pick Jace in that game? Blind, uh, some, um, someday impact blind picked Orn. They also had a Nocturne and then he picked Jace. Yeah. What is Jace ever going to do to Orn? <laughs> he, he wasn't even ahead. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was so brutal. That, I think that, that entire was the first draft game. was was he was what oh and seven what did he end the game with like it was bad he was just yeah it was really bad and impact didn't like when you play orn all you have to do is just not feed pretty simple right just don't feed yeah like my my rant last week dude that guy gives so much gold value right shit we used just we used or in our class tournament and we just had to not feed <laughs> like we won. It's, yeah it's pretty simple eventually you just you have more stats than the other team and you win. Um, I just, yeah, their drafts were all over the place. And I did see LS was making some comments about those drafts. And it's like, he's not necessarily pointing the finger, but he's calling everybody out. You know what I mean? He's not telling us who exactly is calling out, but he's calling out somebody in the organization, which almost tells me that I think things were a little bit more sour than, both Cloud9 and LS uh, led on when he was released earlier this split, this year, I guess, technically. Um, but, wow, man, that's just that's just insane. But I wouldn't be surprised to see Fudge move back to the top lane. Um, and I would almost wonder to see if they put Summit, if he accepts it, obviously, he'd have to accept it, to move down to the Academy squad and build a champion pool. Because... <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You play Camille, Jace, and what? Nar. Graves and like Nar. Nar. You have nothing else to play against Orn. You don't have anything else. So I thought that was interesting. And I don't see... I feel like Isles <clears throat> still outperformed Winsome even in this bad series. Um, I, I feel like Winsome's... He's not going to come back to the main roster. Um... Berserker is the only one that I feel can hang around. He he he's played really well, even though they played weak side. I felt like they really started to solve that issue with Isles. Um, and so I would be surprised if they actually uh, got rid of Berserker. Uh, I just think he's got a lot of potential to show, and he hasn't peaked. It hasn't nearly peaked yet. You know, he's always great in late game team fights. It's actually rather insane <laughs> how good he is. Um, so I feel like. That may be the one piece that stays, but I wouldn't be surprised if they grab a Jensen or a Niski. They're out there, and they have familiarity with the organization, and they really just need a stable 
a stable laner somewhere. Fudge, I feel like Fudge is good, and I feel like he's mm-hmm. probably better in the top lane because they have more... Because he's a native top laner, I feel like he has more utility for the team being in that lane, you know? And you just add a powerhouse mid, or you don't need to add a powerhouse mid. Add Niski would work with this team because of the way he works with Blabber. And I don't particularly care for Niski, but Niski is like a jungle-centric mid laner, right? Yeah, he enables he, the jungler. So, so very well he does that. Like, even when he was playing on, uh, he was playing on Fnatic, right? And he, and, he, yes. and he did that pretty well. Fnatic didn't play as well as they had hoped because he's not quite the carry player, but Fudge has shown he can carry. Berserker has certainly shown he can carry. Blabber can certainly carry. So do you need another carry, or do you just need someone that's going to help enable your team? And I feel like Niski is probably the best fit there um, over Jensen for that reason. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Jensen maybe goes to TSM. Just throwing that out there. Oh, God, yikes. Just... Just throwing that out there because they're gonna have a roster overhaul. I'm sure of it. Um, I yeah. Tell me about Hundred Thieves and Liquid now. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly where I was headed. Hundred Thieves and Liquid. Glamour of a series, dude. We were playing Clash while that was on, so I didn't necessarily watch the the series super well because I was trying to focus on the game. But those first two games were absolute stomps by Team Liquid, and I remember saying to you, "I'm like, well, this series is gonna be done before we even start our first game," you know. It was so lopsided, and 100 Thieves were... They looked like Cloud9 did in this 3-0 series. Just absolutely lost. And I don't even know what changed. But all of a sudden, Game 4 went late. 100 Thieves wins. Uh, or sorry, Game 3 went late. 100 Thieves wins. Game 4, 100 Thieves wins. And Game 5 was pretty close all the way up until the end where they just took the team fight and won. And I was just astonished. I just remember thinking, like, we just finished our Clash Tournament... And we're watching 100 Thieves complete a reverse sweep on a Team Liquid. And I was just really taken aback. Like, how did that happen? How did you guys blow it? And I don't know. I'm pretty sure that if you go back and watch that last play, I don't know what the fuck. Obviously, in hindsight, and we've heard other people talk about this. It's what in the fuck? I wish because they did you see that they released the 100 Thieves comms? The like, oh, I didn't calling. I didn't. They released that. It's fucking awesome. But I want to hear the liquid uh, comms because the the fight was around Elder Dragon. TF was nowhere to be seen on the map for liquid. They didn't know where he was. And the fight started at Dragon. Whippo Shen alts. I believe he didn't have normal TP. But he Shen alts down to bot lane Liquid has a open and hib open nexus, by the way. Yeah, and TF just backdoors. Yeah, what was that fucking call? They should have known. I feel like it's very obvious. If if there's a TF on the enemy team and he's nowhere to be seen, you have an open nexus, no inhib. Come on. Bjergsen was on uh, Corky that game, right? Cork- he was. And I, I remember seeing that he even said something about uh, making a mistake with his uh, use of the package in that last fight too. Um, I didn't admittedly didn't pay enough attention to the fight. Uh, just had a couple things going on, but I did see that even he mentioned, he said, I should have packaged down instead of packaging up, which I'd have to go back and watch it to see what the context means there. But I'm just, I don't know if maybe they weren't full out trying their hardest because they knew they still had a lower bracket run. You know what I mean? 
because I felt like even when they lost, like Whippo was laughing and they had some smiles. It it was very similar. Uh, it reminded me of when TSM went 06 in their last worlds and like they're all high fiving and laughing at each other while they're leaving the stage, uh, losing their final game. You know, when it's like, are you guys even trying? And so I almost got the vibe that halfway through that game, they just gave up. But I don't know. I haven't heard their comms, so I couldn't tell you. You know what I mean? But, uh... Hey, oh, go oh, ahead. Man, it's... Do you think... I just want to... Side note, I was, um... It was... It must have been yesterday. I, I watched Trick 2G often, and he was briefly talking about this, and it kind of... It kind of was a bad take, and I'll say that, even though I like him. He... He he downplayed that whole ending. He said he was along the line. I'm sure the the clip is out there, but he was just talking about how like hundred thieves didn't. I I don't think he said he did. They didn't deserve to win, but like you know that's like it wasn't a something a win they should be proud of. Um, you know he's he preaches you know AFK farming and like you know getting turrets yeah, and stuff, and yeah. he. Was just like you know I've been playing this game for ten years and that shit shouldn't happen blah 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 I'm like dude well, you're not you're never gonna fucking be in a team environment and again list you need to go listen to the comms right the shot calling was so fucking good well I'm, I would I'm actually surprised that he would say something bad about a team backdooring that's like the trick special you go gates and backdoor on him like what do you, how can you hate on a victory like that that's that is the the trick two G special. Yeah, it was a bad take. I don't know. It was just like, what the fuck? And, you know, of course, he had to bring it up. Like, sure, it doesn't matter because NA is always going to lose internationally. Like, he... Yeah. But the whole point is we need to send our best representative yep. to MSI. Yep. Regardless of what you think, we're probably going to lose unless China is for sure out. That would be... <laughs> that would be a be benefit a big plus, to NA. <laughs> but it'd be the equivalent of, like, how Fnatic won Season 1 Worlds, right? Like... Right. I don't know. It was it was a very odd take. I know Hundred Thieves fucking deserve that shit. Uh, like I mean, yeah. yeah, Liquid made a few few mistakes, yep. and and you know Thieves capitalized on it. You you come back and and complete a reverse sweep. I don't care how that last game, how you win that last game, you completed the reverse sweep. You deserve it. You know. So, uh, this weekend we get the finals. There's technically two rounds of finals. You have the lower bracket finals. Featuring Evil Geniuses versus Team Liquid. And the winner of that series goes on to the finals finals uh, against 100 Thieves. Um, interesting stat to think about. A lot of teams that have fallen into the lower bracket are teams that are currently winning uh, finals. I don't know what that means for, for Evil Geniuses. I do feel like they are the the undermatched team in the with the, these last three teams. Uh, I think Jad on JLXP was saying that he felt if Team Liquid wins against Evil Geniuses, that they're going to win the whole thing. Um, I think that's fair to say. And he said if Evil Geniuses beats Team Liquid, 100 Thieves will win the whole thing. And I was like, you know, that's kind of how I rate those teams, kind of in that, that order. I feel like Team Liquid is uh, a level up. And then it's under these, and then it's Evil Geniuses, and I feel like it's pretty demonstrably different there. But seeing as Evil Geniuses took Team Liquid to five games last time, 
there's definitely a world where Evil Geniuses wins, and and I don't see that this series goes less than four games. One way or the other, I haven't decided. I have no idea on a prediction. I just don't. But um, clearly, Cloud9 is not the team that I think we all thought they were. And so I don't know what that means for Evil Geniuses, because like now I, my my gauge of comparing their, their skill levels is now just completely blown out of the water, you know what I mean? But it's definitely going to be an interesting weekend over in Houston. That is 100% for sure. I'm hyped. It's going to be good. Yeah. I think it's going to be exciting. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but I think with that, we should uh, take a quick break here. All right, guys, we are back. Now, two things we're going to go over. Strap in, because it's probably going to be a long... Well, maybe we'll see. It might be a long episode. might not be. Could be short. Could be um, long. There's a, there's a couple things, and there's some things that are not hard to go over. So, uh, so the, yesterday, uh, Riot released a champion roadmap. It's been a while, mm-hmm. and a few things to note. Uh, they're, they're updating us on Udyr. Uh three new champions there's uh a, the void jungler mm-hmm. uh uh like la is it a bot lane that like laughs what was they saying like a silly how did they describe it oh there's like a a laughing joking champion in the bot lane yeah the, yeah uh, he okay so another marksman and then very late a uh, top laner yes and a few skarner updates like really rough and then the biggest one that i took away from this is uh, Aurelian Soul. That was uh, agreed. Agreed. They gave a little bit of an update on Udir, but I don't feel like there's enough to really go off of. So it, they're working on skins. Yeah, they need to. Yeah. They you know they realize this was the first re uh, rework yep. where a champion has a ultimate skin. Yep. And if they don't knock that out of the park, I'm gonna be so because that's the one ultimate skin I bought. Okay. So everything else has been through loot, but I spent the thirty dollars on Spirit Guard because it was so much better. So, either that skin look... or or the uh pajama skin those are the two best skins the rest of them are all garbage <laughs> i'm sorry dear <laughs> um i want to talk about the aurelian soul oh i wanted to hit up one thing go for just it, go for it. That. The, so they're, they're talking about a new uh style of champion update and this this does directly coordinate to aurelian soul which is why i wanted to bring it up but they're giving us another acronym called the Comprehensive Gameplay Update, or CGU. Um, Which sounds to me kind of like a rework, but a rework oftentimes involves skin changes and particle changes and actual champion uh, design changes in terms of cosmetics. It doesn't necessarily... It's not just abilities, and I feel like with this A-Soul update... They're really just focusing on the abilities and to try to make um, his the way he plays and stuff make more sense with his lore. So there doesn't sound like they're doing a full on rework where they're going to just update everything. It's more of, hey, we're going to change his skills and we might tweak his lore a little bit. But for the most part, his artwork, his skins and everything is going to be the same. Which I'm fine with. He looks I'm okay he with that. Yeah. visually looks cool he does but that does champion do you think this might be as far as you think as far as champions released i know what asol came out in 2016 yeah i think so it's so six years 
Do you think? I don't, I'm trying. I can't think off the top of my head. What other champions? Was this the biggest failure? Yes. Because this champion has been non-existent for probably a few years. Well, as I say, define failure because he was also the most purchased champion ever in leagues, and I think still is in leagues' existence. People were waiting for yeah. Ao Shin. Yeah, but... yeah, exactly. We got a really in soul, and then we all felt like, oh. <laughs> so that's pretty exciting. I mean, that's coming at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, I I hope to God they do some next level shit. They'll probably make them broken. Let's be honest. They'll probably be broken. Right, right. They're talking about how to keep like the the idea of the stars in this kit. Um, and it sounds like, I remember when he first came out, his ultimate is, and I still believe it and feel this way, is so underwhelming. Like, there's this big mystical god dragon, and I feel like his ultimate should hit more like a Lux ultimate, and it just doesn't. And it feels like, wow, I feel like he has could have just done more with this, you know? Yeah, I just I fingers crossed. This is you know just give me something good to look forward to. Right. Uh, for the end of the year. Right. Um, yeah, I guess as far as other, just the next champion is a void creature. I remember a while ago, I think someone mentioned it might be like a swarm like champion, like a hive mind. Oh. So it's a collective amount of maybe smaller objects that form into one. But it says it's like. A new skirmisher for all those junglers players out there, and a new empress, which is interesting because right. we already have Rexai, who's the queen. Oh, of, is she? Of okay, Zersai or whatever. So interesting. Yeah, um, and I do like this as like you will submit, which kind of tells me like this this oh, champion shit. should some... be an all in style champion. I'm thinking that's some like BDSM shit, dude. <laughs> she's gonna have like whips and like uh, gimp masks and shit. Yeah, you know she's gonna look like uh, what's his name from Slipknot. It's <laughs> Corey Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they. Oh, I'm curious if this champion's gonna come out before Udir. Uh you know what? It's not clear. I feel like Udir's probably a lot further in, a lot more complete than this champion probably is. Most likely. Um. Uh, I say we start seeing this champion next month. Like. You think so? We start seeing previews or something. Out. I think so. Okay. Okay. What about the uh, the story they told us about um, Oyster Bill's Oyster Shack? And the little photo so they I used saw... that had Tom Kench in the back. I saw someone mention that this champion might just be an otter. What? Excuse me? I mean, Oyster I guess Bills... it makes sense. I, I don't know. It's like an otter-like champion. I don't know. I felt like I was like just reading this, and it just reminded me of Fizz. Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's what fish should be. Right, right. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, there's all this mist. And then uh, all I heard was a joyous laughter and the sound of splashing water. And, like, that is literally fizz. So I don't know what to expect with this one. But um should be interesting. I was kind of trying to figure out where they're going with it. But I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out, you know. I was like, I have no idea where they're going with this. The other one was, the, the void one was much more clear in terms of what they were showing us you know what i mean i mean this is probably even longer off maybe middle of summer i don't know honestly they could release these champions back to back too they could they always do that they've dumb done shit. it before <laughs> well yeah you think it's zeri and then renata but right um, 
the other thing I liked on this uh this dev post was the Skarner uh models that they had mocked up and that they're they're really saying like hey these really aren't official um they're not close to official these were just drawn up by a writer who's a very big Skarner fan and it was not Captain Flowers um <laughs> and actually I kind of liked it although one of them I felt was weird it looked like it kind of turned him into like a flying style that's interesting what if he evolves like Kazix right that's kind of what I thought when I saw them like wait does he just evolve and and get to fly and then he would have a hanging stinger underneath him as opposed to a stinger that comes over the top and then there was also one in like the third row on the post where his stinger is also his head if that makes sense like the yeah it reminded me of the scorpion king is what it reminded me of the rock in the scorpion king except instead of having a head that stinger that came over the top draped over and and acted as a head as well i don't know i thought it was pretty interesting i feel like there's there's a lot of different um, places to go with this, and I do like that they're gonna be revamping the bracker in any ways to to be more obvious with hextech. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that should be that should be interesting. But there's really not much more on Skarner. There's they got like five paragraphs about it, but there's not really much to go off of. Otherwise, they're not really telling us much of anything. Other than they really haven't gotten started is what I got from that. <laughs> Right. Um, but I think that's about it for the dev blog. Yeah, let's move on to our boy Swain. Now, we were also planning on talking about Olaf. I think uh, they are still going through with the changes, but I think just for the sake of it right now, we want to concentrate on just Swain. Yeah, Olaf was absent from the 12.8 preview notes, which is what caught my eye because the, I thought these were going to come out at the same time, but they're not doing any, like they showed the champions. It, it was really weird. I've never seen it shown like that for a preview. It looked like a patch. So usually when you see the previews, you see like, just like the, the quick notes on a gray background with some few colors, you know? Um, but this one, you actually, it looked like the patch little blurb um, that you see on the, on the, like the patch or whatever. Um, but there was no Olaf on there, and I was a little surprised because there was definitely a Swain, definitely a Swain. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into what they're doing with him. So let me know. Yeah, so we all know Swain is kind of, I guess, another champion that has a kind of like an identity crisis. I guess mm-hmm. they wanted him to be. Obviously, he's a master tactician. You know, his W, Garanic Vision. He just lacked a lot of like. Maybe you can help me with a word. I can't think of a word to be played mid lane. Oh, he can't be played mid lane. There's no way right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like, and then, you know, he could be played to support. Right. The, the problem with him but, is like as a mid laner, he has no mobility, right? Oriana has a speed up. That's why she's used a lot. TF has his ulti to teleport around the map. Um, Akali's got a dash and an invisibility. Um, Corky's got a dash, Azir's got a dash, uh, and a way to stop people, but Swain doesn't have any of that. And furthermore, if all these other champions have dashes, it makes it very hard for Swain to land two of his skills, you know what I mean? So if 50% of your skills are extremely difficult to land, why the hell am I playing in mid lane? Let me take you to bot lane, where there's going to be someone who's going to inevitably be easier to hit with my abilities, right? 
Also, I feel like he had very poor wave clear. He so the Q is just not very good. Right, his wave clear I feel like is poor because the mana cost is so high. But they did that to combat the support Swain. So it, it was kind of like a self fulfilling prophecy, right? Like we had to nerf the hell out of him because if we didn't, he's too OP in this role. Uh. And, and, you know, he becomes a, a mega good flex pick. Because remember when he was first released, he was absolutely insane. And, like, after level 11, you pretty much were unstoppable, right? You're right. But now, and he used to have a very similar pattern, play pattern to Vlad. But now he doesn't have that at all. Totally different. He's a control mage that has a hard time controlling much of anything until he's in a big team fight with Zalty, right? Um, so... Looks like they're they're doing something to every ability, including the second cast of R. But uh, let's start off with this passive Ravenous Flock. You want to uh, see what's going on with that guy? Yeah, so no longer are you going to be able to pool any CC'd enemies. That was a big thing, that you know. I just that will, that's, That'll be part of his E. That's changed to E, but that was his passive. You no longer can y yank, you know, the, the they're keeping the... Um, the whole oh healing and grabbing a soul fragment mm -hmm. from, but you you're gonna be the one when we get to his E. It's only gonna be applied from his E or his W, right? Right. Um, uh, no longer no longer deals damage. Again, it'll be talked about in the E. Uh, healing. This was the other thing that you were talking about. He, he he's like a a drain. I don't want to say he's not a tank, but he's like a drain mage, kind of like like a fiddlesticks. You know, he's he wants to absorb damage and heal. A lot and that kind of was not it seems like that wasn't what they were you know he was being like it didn't feel very good right he him. should he should build similar to vlad they should have yeah. a very similar build path high hp yep. percent match damage you yep. know you're gonna be one in the middle of everybody yep. um and again you know when we get down to his e and r they're they're changing that to make that feel a little bit better yeah uh so the healing from the soul fragments is going up by looks like uh, it's the same at level at, at early levels. I'm assuming okay, one six and eleven, same at level one. Slightly, when I mean no, slightly, it's, it's like it's the same at at levels one six and eleven. They're adding an extra an extra scale at level sixteen. Oh, okay. I'm blind. I did not see that. Yeah, so it's it's four four percent level one, five and a half percent level six, seven percent level eleven. But now okay. they're adding at level okay. sixteen is going to be nine percent. So just just giving him like a, a late game contingency. And soul fragment HP you gain is shooting up by seven. So Which you are getting sense. twelve max HP. This makes sense because you no longer can get a soul fragment just pulling any it's CC'd harder. enemy. It's a little bit harder, right? And you're gonna have less soul fragments just because the nature of how you can get them is a lot smaller. So or a lot there... less. This is telling me he's going to be like a late game monster. Yep. Like you want to, you want to play for late game. You're going to scale up hard. You're going to have a fat health pool. Is he going to be the new Cassidy? Uh, <laughs> no, kidding. because he can't, <laughs> if they release another champion that has a fucking flash on a one second, less than a one second cooldown. Sure. But no, Cassidy <laughs> is fucking bullshit. In fairness, Cassidy kind of rough to play into level 11 when you have some items under your belt, but right. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right, what's, what's going on with this Q? Uh, Death's Hand. So the mana cost is going to drop. Uh, looks like it's 20 at all levels. 
So it was 65 to 85, scaling level 1 through 5. It's now 45 to 65, which, as I mentioned, one of the first things, like that is that is his wave clear ability. And when it costs 65 mana, you're like, why do, what? <laughs> it costs too much to use, uh, and he's not a champion that builds mana. Or mana regen, for that matter. So it becomes very hard to wave clear. So that's nice to see. The cooldown's also dropping. It was 9 to 3 seconds. It's now 7 to 3 seconds. So it they're trying to make it more of a wave clear ability. Mm-hmm. The base damage on it is going to go up by 5 at each level, but they're going to keep the AP ratio the same. Um, and they are going to change the additional bolt damage. So for those of you that don't know, basically the closer that Swain is to you, the more times, I guess, his Q can hit you. So if he's point blank face to face with you and he cues you you get hit by i think there's six bolts in the eldritch uh incantation or whatever so you get hit by six of them but you take reduced damage for each additional bolt you still take more damage overall so it's still useful but you just don't take as much for each additional bolt i don't know how the math works out on that how it's calculated but um, we trust them (laughs) exactly exactly so currently it's uh, each additional bolt does 15 to 35% scaling with the level of skill. Uh, I think it's extra, is it extra reduced damage or whatever. It's now going to be 12 to 52 plus a 10% AP ratio. So it does really mean he wants to be in your fucking face hitting you with, right. with the bolt. Um, oh, they've even actually mapped it out here. So the maximum damage you could take or he could deal uh was 88 to 324 plus 64 to 96% AP ratio. They're changing that it's going to be 108 to 348 plus a flat 80% AP ratio. So that's really interesting. I don't think it's going to be too much of a change. I would think <coughs> excuse me, looking at it, this skill should do similar damage uh but he's going to be able to use it more often. He still has a really shitty mana pool. So I know a lot of people are going to see that and be like, oh my god, that's a lot of damage. Trust me, it's not that much damage if you're able to uh, avoid some of those hits and make him wear down his mana pool. That Q becomes very piss poor. Um, but that's all they're doing to that. I mean, it's a lot to it, but it's not like a lot of actual changes, if that makes it, sense. Like we said, it's to help him in lane. Bunch, Yeah, a bunch of little mini small pieces to tune him is what that is as opposed to really overhauling the whole ability um vision of empire this has to be your favorite swain skill since you know the name of it oh yeah shout out to our uh, <laughs> trivia uh it's nothing too crazy is changing i still think this i this ability is pretty insane because i'd have to look up what the actual numbers are but i think at max rank it's like almost six thousand range you can cast this shit it's actually ridiculous it's pretty good um so they are lowering the mana cost at all ranks. Uh, it is Currently it is 71 to 110. Mm-hmm. Now it's 60 to 80. Fucking we like that. Yep. Um, and then now it's going to ping. If you hit an enemy, it's going to ping. I didn't realize Nocturne art all pings. Or it does like a... Um, it pings where he's going, right? Does it ping the target he's on? I don't know if it pings like the you target. Think of, I know it pings uh, TF on the way. Alt. When TF re- reveals everybody, there's a silent ping on the minimap, I right, think. Right, I don't think it actually... Yeah, so, but, okay, similar like that. 
Oh, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Okay, pings display enemies in range. So, yeah, TF, when you if you ping his ultimate, it'll tell you who's in range. And I'm sure that's probably what uh, Nocturne does, too. Okay, it'll say no enemies in right, sight. Okay. Right, right. Got it. I'm done. Okay. I had to reread that to catch the whole thing, because I read it the same way you did. <laughs> uh, uh, never move. So, this was the change. Yeah. Kind of coincides with this passive... So instead of throwing out your hand or the claw and it automatically coming back, or it, you can cancel it early. You can, uh, if you hit an enemy champion, it'll stun them. Is it a root? Is it a root? It's a root. Roots them. And then you can uh, recast it again and then you yank their soul fragment out. Yes. And so then you pull them you know, closer to you. To, yeah. Instead of prior, you'd have to right click yep. to yank it out. But now you're just going to hit E again. Recast E. So, yep. And then during your ultimate, which we're about to get to, the uh, uh, the cooldown is reduced by twenty percent, so you'll be able to cast that. It's a actually bit more. super important because, excuse me, much like Morgana, if an enemy is faster than you, they're just going to run out of your ultimate, and you're forced to use any gap closer that you may have, whether it's a a proto belt, which you're probably not building on Swain anyways. Uh, it could be a proto belt. It could be flash. Um, any sort, any way you can gap close is the only way you can stay in with them. And chances are, if they're getting out, they already have a gap closer and they probably already have flash too. So it's important that you can root them and actually pull them to you uh, and force the enemy to make a decision how they want to play it because currently it's too easy to get away from Swain. So his R. This is the big one. Yep. Um, what, what do we got? So the cooldown currently is a two-minute cooldown at all ranks. It's going to drop to 100 and scale down to 60, uh, levels 1 Amazing. through 3. So that's, that's big. huge because you can't just... Like, some champions, you can use the alt in, like, a small skirmish, and you're fine. Like, Fizz, right? His alt's on a very short, like, I think, 45-second cooldown base. Um, or Lux, you know, she can use hers a lot because it's so short. But, like, someone like Swain, who's down for two minutes after that alt, it's like, okay, now we can't team fight. I used it, but now I can't, you know, if someone comes for me, I, like, I'm kind of, I'm screwed, right? Um, so that's nice to see. His drain damage per second is going to take a little bit of a hit. Uh, so it was 35 to 65 uh, base damage plus 14% AP scaling. It's going to go down early, but come up late, but you're going to still lose on the AP scaling. So it's going to go to 20 to 70 but you're only going to get a 10% AP scaling so that should kind of even out it's basically like you said earlier they're just trying to make him more of a late game base champion mm -hmm. and the way I'm reading it is they're changing his AP ratios trying to make him build more AP and less of like that that uh, off tank mage role if that makes sense I still think you're going to want to build Leandries and Demonic I agree but you may not opt for Spirit Visage like you did in the past because that was really important oh, okay. with the yeah, amount of times no, you could okay. pull you souls. Build AP items with, with health stats. Right, right. Is gonna be, yeah, you okay. might still build Spirit Visage, but you may opt out of it for something else like a Void Staff if you needed it or something like that. Because, yeah, in the Ultimate, you still do heal from it. It is a drain heal, right? But you it it means you start weighing your item options more and and that becomes more of a situational item as opposed to like a core item if that makes sense um the drain heal per second 
And I don't really understand this because there's three dashes here. So maybe these numbers aren't confirmed. But currently is 20 to 40 plus 16% AP. At one point it shows 20 to 60 plus 16%, but then it shows 15 to 65 plus 25% AP. So I'm not sure what the final number is going to be, and I'm sure we'll get that in the patch next week. Um, just know that they're tweaking the drain heal per second, and it looks like it's going to be going up later. It's either going to stay static or lower earlier. Uh, looks like they haven't quite decided on how they want to do that. Um, one thing I didn't ever realize about his ulti is that actually it granted you health in the past. So you would get oh, 125 yeah. to 275 health. Um, that's going away just completely. Um, but it's it's being compensated because you're now getting 12 HP. Exactly. Per, you know, that's going up a lot. Yeah. So. Um, and then the other change on this ability is upon casting Demonic Ascension, Swain gains 50 demon power. I don't know what that means. See this, yeah, this one, this heal, that part feels a little unnecessary. Demonic Ascension lasts as long as Swain has demon power, which drains at a rate of ten per second. Now I know what it means to have fifty demon power. You get five seconds in it while draining an enemy champion. A... Swain gains twenty demon power per second. After three seconds, Swain can cast Demon Flare, which is the R two or the explosion. So they're saying, at any point, technically. You could have an infinite ultimate as long as you're draining a champion. So if you're so they're trying to bring back how the kind of like how the old swing yep. was where it was a toggle. Yep. And if you're fucking sick, if you're draining like uh, are you going against an Orn? That ultimate's gonna be up a very long time. <laughs> um, considering the fact that he drops off at ten per second but gains twenty per second, he's draining. That's that's a lot. I'm just confused at why they had to give, like, a... I don't want to call it a resource. Why do they have to include, like, demon power? Like, what is that? The, they could have just said, yeah. oh, he just said one after... He has it for five seconds. Falls off one uh, every every one second. Unless he's hitting an enemy or gains two seconds. I guess they just needed to... It would just be too much hard... Or too, too difficult to explain just saying seconds all the time. Yeah, I think... I don't it, know. Yeah, it's the only thing but, I can think of. This is so much better because current Swain, if the current Swain alts, you just walk out of the range. You're like, okay, I'm going to wait seven seconds to whenever yep. the duration is done. Yep. And you can see, you can see how bad he's going to pop you. And I'm, haven't got to the demon flare part yet, but currently you can see, you know, how many, mm -hmm. I think it's all the soul fragments he collects while he's alted. And then that determines his pop. If that, I believe right. that's how that works. Um, but why don't you tell us about what they're doing to the, to the pop now? They are buffing these numbers, baby. So you gotta pump those R2, numbers up. <laughs> uh, a demon flare damage is getting changed. Currently, it is a hundred to two hundred at ranks one through three with a fifty percent AP scaling. Now it is going up one fifty to three hundred oh. with a sixty percent AP. Good so again, Lord. you know, want a little bit extra damage, and it's big. That's big because this is a massive AOE. Yep. ability and i feel like people kind of underestimate it sometimes yep They're like oh swain's you know sucking us off oh wait now he's gonna <laughs> fucking blow his load all over us um this, this is a big every one. every episode you gotta talk about someone blowing a load dude <laughs> <laughs> 
Tyler, can we, can we be serious? Can we get back <laughs> okay, okay, can we be serious? He's going to blow his load all over your whole team. Yeah, let's be serious, Dean. <laughs> no, go on to the next part. <laughs> yeah, so this is big, too. Uh, as he, uh, Demon Flare now slows by 60%, decaying over one and a half seconds. Again, I like know, we want to, he doesn't have dashes or anything, so let's just throw in a pretty sizable slow. I like this because it doesn't force you into building Rylai's. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way it does that is if your opponent builds Swifties, because Swifties affect how much the slow is affecting you. I think they, they reduce the slow by 25%. Um, and we know Rylai's only works at, I think, a third a third of its efficiency. For AOE, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a third of its efficiency still. I'd have to... I could double-check that right now, actually, while you go on about it, but... So this one, this next part was interesting because I, I had gone on PBE just to try out this, and it says, on casting Demonic Ascension, Swain can cast Demon Flare one time. This does not end Demonic Ascension. So you get a free R2. Oh, that's... If I'm understanding that correctly. broken. Holy shit, that's broken. You can do it once at the beginning, or you can do it whenever, right? Is that what it's it's saying? Uh, hang on, let me get back to that page and read it. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Okay, after three seconds, it's just—it's kind of weird because on on R one it states after three seconds he can cast it. Oh no, no! I don't think you get a second one. I think you only get to hit it once. You only get to hit the pop once, but you can stay in demon form. Oh, demonics. Okay, so you can do it early if you'd like. Yeah, but the demon flare no longer charges up based on health drained up to double damage. So they're not—they're getting rid of that that little resource bar that pops up when he's in demon form. Um, so you can, you can cast it and then immediately pop it and stay as in demon form to, to. Okay. So you can get that slow right at the beginning. Right. And Um, then, you know, it realistically, well, not realistically, but you could like infinitely keep in demonic ascension as long as you're hitting an enemy. Yeah. That's strong. That's really fucking strong. I do see on Rylai's they actually did at some point remove the AOE effectiveness. So that is good to know. It is a thirty percent slow. So I mean, really, if you had Rylai's on this, and if you're building, if you're building, um, was it Demonic Embrace? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rylai's is a good item to build in tandem with that, anyways, just because you get the AP from the health. Um, that's pretty gross to think about, honestly. <laughs> this is big. I'm actually big. kind of excited. Yeah. To try this out. I feel like he's going to be broken. Yeah, and I see here that they are saying it's targeting solo lane, but also targeting support. Uh, I feel like next week is going to be a big week of banning a lot of Swain in the support role. Because... It's going to be kind of gross. I mean, the only other way to play against it is you have to play someone who's mega ranged or mega utility, right? Like a Thresh might be okay into it because you have the box and you have the the lantern to save your teammate. You have the hook to peel for them if you needed to. I know oftentimes when I'm playing Thresh and I'm looking, staring down a situation that looks like I'm not going to come out with a victory in some way, someone's going to die here, you know? I will often just hook the enemy and walk towards them just because it stops them while my 
my the rest of my teammates or whoever can run away. Like I'm just peeling for them. I'm gonna hook you and then I'm gonna flay you and then I'm probably gonna box you so you can only take me um, and leave the rest of my team up. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I feel like this guy's gonna be just an absolute menace on the rift for probably for two weeks until they patch him and, and bring down his numbers and ratios. <laughs> Well, just don't forget, this next patch, 12.8, is going to be uh, MSI patch. Is that the MSI patch for sure? Okay. There And there are a lot of changes. But they, the numbers aren't out yet. We haven't seen anything, mm. but there are a lot of changes coming. Wow. Wow. It's a pretty big list list for buffs. So That is good to know. Um, I think that does it. Yeah, so um, other than that... Um... I mean, obviously... Ideas for questions. Obviously, we want to know what you guys think about this Swain. I mean, we've given you our thoughts. I think this is definitely the biggest piece of this episode. Um, you want to make that the poll then? Do you think this change for Swain is going to make him... Do we just want to say pick or ban? Like, is he going to be highly prioritized? Yeah, 100% like... pick ban. <laughs> yeah, I think, I I think that's a good... Like, yeah. That's a great poll, I think. Uh, is he going to be, like, king of the rift? Or is... Yes or no, if you think this is going to be like a great success, like, you know, like, is it, is this going to bring our boy back? Yeah, that's a great question. I like that. I like that idea as a poll. And um, then, yeah, what do we do? Question wise, I would look at all these champions that we just talked about, right? You got your, your Void, uh, Empress. Hmm. You've got the Deer, which we don't know much about. The Skarner, which we don't know much about. And the Laughing one from oyster bills oyster bar that we don't know much about or swain which i would be curious to know which one you're most excited yeah, let, for yeah let us know which one you just write it out for us yeah uh, which one are you most excited for and why there you go all right guys that's gonna do it yeah uh stay tuned for friday for champion review yes that'll and be a fun of one course, good luck in your games this week good luck y'all